Hello, my name is RR Abrat, and I have failed at least 100 times. At least 100 times? At least. Did you count that? Yesterday. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> well, welcome to the Failed Podcast. My name is James Abrat, and I'm here with someone I'm fairly familiar with. He is my brother, and, um, you know, yeah, he's my brother, and hence the same last name. And uh, before we could... Continue before I ask you any questions. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? And for those who don't know you, I know you pretty well, so it might be a little hard to kind of ask a lot of questions just because I know so much about you. But maybe tell them what you do currently at the moment. I know you have a YouTube and uh, just uh, maybe tell the people what what you're doing. Yeah, sure. I uh, wore many hats. Um, I'm a dad. I'm a husband. Uh, I'm an assistant pastor at our church. Uh, but uh, my main career is uh, I'm a web designer and also I work for a company called Webflow um, as a solutions engineer. Um, yeah, been working there since March last year. Since March of last year. And that's OK. So that's oh, almost a year now. I thought you were going to hit a year. <laughs> Dude, I'm not, I'm like uh, two more years. Oh, OK. Oh, that's cool. Well, if you can tell us a little bit, I'm you know, sorry, how did you two more months, two, two more months till you get a year? How did you yeah. get to this position where you're at in Webflow? Now, Webflow, if you go, you guys don't know, it's a big company. It's a company, you know, focused <clears> on web design and it's really growing. Um, what are they evaluated at now? Roughly? Uh, two billion. Two billion. So, I mean, yeah. how did you get to this position and where you're at right now? You're talking about starting from like. I mean, not from like birth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, like, like, it's a lie. I mean, you know, like the last couple of years, like you know, then then Webflow call you. Did you go to college for it? You know, yeah, web design. Okay. What'd you do? Right. Awesome. Well, I, I mean, you know, I started out. Uh, I know, but they don't. <laughs> Jad and Mike now. Right, I started out uh, designing really for our church, right? Um, that kind of started my passion for design and. Uh, and just start out because like our church, you know, that our dad was a pastor and, uh, we had like, you know, do you remember when dad used to like, um, uh, would like the, the invitations for church, he would like, make the, he would literally cut and paste, not like computer, cut it was and a paste, publisher. but like literally <laughs> cut and paste, um, images. And it would say like, you know, stop. It was like black and white piece of paper. He would photocopy it. That would be our life. I remember he had a colored version. I was like, Ooh, color. He did? He did. He did, remember, he did have a colored version. Color. I remember. Or oh, no. No, he printed on colored paper. And then I was like, Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like, Ooh, Ooh colored now. <laughs> new year, new me. Uh, <laughs> and so like, I just started like, you know, other churches had cool invitations. Our church had whack invitations. And uh, so I just started learning. I wanted to make COVID invitations too. So I started learning um, design and I started out like I made our first ever church track through like, you know, Microsoft Publisher. And then I learned Photoshop and I kind of started our kind of journey into design. Right. And then fast forward years later, I stopped designing because I was, you know, working full time at our church and got too busy with that and designed whatsoever. And then started out web design. I mean, started out with you and Mike. Right. right? We wanted to make a cool website at our church, and you guys were making it for some reason. You guys brought your computers at my house. <laughs> I was just meant to like serve food and uh, entertain you guys. And that's what we learned HTML. Yeah, and yeah. then I remember I was like, "Hey, if you, uh, any way I can help?" And then you guys were just like, uh, "Hey, you want to update the content?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And that was the first time I ever looked at code. Yeah, I didn't know what code was, and um, and uh, yeah, it just taught me how to update content. Then I started kind of getting into it, started creating websites, kind of started creating websites for churches while we were always working at the church. Um, then I discovered Webflow 2019. So that was already kind of, I was already starting to develop websites for churches and some little businesses here and there. Um, started getting to like HTML, CSS, and JavaScript coding, and then, um, you know, front end development. And then I discovered Webflow. I discovered Webflow for video. I mean, you guys, you, I texted yeah, you guys, right? Yeah, I mean, I texted you we have a group chat with the, he and I and two of my friends, and he literally texted. He said, "You have you guys ever heard of Webflow?" And what's interesting is one of my friends actually screenshotted that just to like it's crazy to see where you know he came from. But you know, I'll let him talk about that. No good. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Webflow came out of actually it was a pivotal moment of my life, and I kind of wrote about this. Uh, I think like LinkedIn or something. 
Um, that was when I was, I mean, that was when, you know, you know, I was a pastor, right? Mm -hmm. That didn't work out financially. Then we ended up moving in to mom and dad's house. Mm -hmm. And my wife was pregnant at the time. Mm -hmm. My daughter was six months old. And can you imagine, you know, how you feel like as a dad? Oh, yeah. Like, we lost Well, let me ask you this, because of the fact that our podcast is called The Failed Podcast, did you feel like a failure? Oh, heck yeah, dude. Oh, my gosh. That was like one of the lowest moments of my life. Yeah, that's the whole story. So, like... I mean, that's one of the questions I'm going to ask later on. But do you think that was the... I'm talking the bottom, bottom point in your life. Like, mm-hmm. could you remember, now you're telling me a scenario, but like, what was like that? That's rock bottom. And it's like, man, this is it. This is the lowest I'll ever go. And it's just kind of, and then where did it hit you? Kind of like an epiphany where you're like, from here on out, it's going to be good. <laughs> or Yeah. Oh, dude, it's funny you asked that. Like, honestly, like, I don't know if I actually ever told you this in mm-hmm. person, but there was, there was a pivotal moment of my life. I know the exact moment. Let's go to the um, rock bottom first and then let's go to that. Well, see, that's the thing. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. leading up to the rock bottom. Oh, okay. Right? So we ended up moving into uh, mom and dad's house. Mm-hmm. Um, from, you know, our, our we lost our apartment over there. We were dead broke. Um, we were in debt. Um, and, you know, I was, like I said, I had a six-month-old daughter and a pregnant wife. Um, and then I was kind of just making ends meet. And, you know, dude, all the stuff that I've done, even like in my 20s, just so I can like you know, earn money for my family, oh, yeah. right? I used to drive uh, shuttle buses in LAX from 8 p.m. till 5 a.m. Yeah. I used I to still drive, remember that. <laughs> I used to drive limos yeah. till 4 a.m., you know, four days a week and then still work at the church. Like, and then even like Kat, my wife used to go with me to those limos and would be like cleaning up after people's throw up yeah. and all of that at four o'clock in the morning in the ghettos in Inglewood. Yeah. And then we go home to our ghetto apartment, Gardena, right? So those are the low moments, but those were fun, right? But mm-hmm. then lowest was when I became a dad and I couldn't provide for my family. Mm-hmm. Um, lowest point was, it was actually around November. I was applying for a job. Uh, it was it was like a, it was a ministry. It's called like ministrysomething.com. Oh yeah, I think you told me about that. It's like ministry one, a couple numbers. Something like that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ministry, whatever. And it was a front-end development job. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, like, the salary for that was, is, like, less than half of what I'm making now, right? Um, but at the time, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, a yeah. lifesaver. It's a, it's a turning point. It yeah. Your life. yeah. Dude, I was, like, I, was a, I thought I was a perfect guy for the job. I had yeah. front-end development experience. I had ministry experience. Um, I went through the, uh, I was, I, and I, and that was the point where I applied so many jobs. And by the way, for those who don't know, I mean, his ministry experience is not just minimal, you know, it's not just our church. I mean, you're talking about assistant pastor, choir, youth pastor, literally you could name it all. And even a pastor. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's anyone I know that could be qualified for a person that could do graphic design and ministry, I think that's, you know, that's you. Oh, thanks bro. Uh, I mean, I would think so. So, I mean, I thought I was super qualified for the, for the job. Uh, I went through, and I believe even before that, mm-hmm. I applied through so, to so many jobs. Yeah. Like, you have no idea. All right. Like, at least 100 mm-hmm. submitting applications, writing cover letters, writing resumes just for that job. Um, and then I saw this one. I thought this was the perfect one. It was as if like God was telling me, this is it. This is like the perfect job for you. It's literally all your life experiences rolled into one. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, I, got, I got the first interview, went super well. Second interview, went super well. Third interview, went super well. Oh, now, wow. mind you. Third interview? Yeah. Dude, third Dang. interview. So there was a lot of people. And it boiled down to two candidates. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people um, that... Uh, um, I'm sorry. There were so many jobs that I applied for before that. I was tired. Nobody really contacted you? No, none. Just that one? None. That was the only one. Yeah. Um, and we're talking like, I just kept going cause you know, I had to. Yeah. Um, and then I got to the third interview and that was when they were going to make the decision after third interview. They were fracking me. They said, look, we pretty much have two candidates. Um, and we'll let you know if, uh, uh, you got it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and, and I left that interview feeling great. You know, um, I thought I was going to get it. And then I remember the exact moment that was when I was like working uh, as a freelancer, right at home, that would teach in the afternoon. 
So in the afternoon, I would drive uh, to church. And you remember from the house, we'd go down Central Avenue. It's literally Central and uh, Delamo, that exact corner. That's when I got the email. And I, uh, and I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was reading it while I was driving. And then email said I didn't get the job. Yeah. They decided to go with the other person. Uh, they had more experience with front development. And that to me was like probably the lowest I ever went in my life. Like I, I pulled over and I just, I, I had to pull over because like I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. I was like, I couldn't breathe. I was crying. I was screaming. I was punching my steering wheel. I was like cursing. I was, I was just so, so mad. I was so mad at myself mostly that like I wasn't able to provide for my family. I was just so down. Like I even want to think about it. I know the exact, I know the exact corner too. Um, and the exact feeling. Dude, I, it was like, I was so just like, I can't even describe it. Yeah. I was literally like, I, I, I don't know. I was, I thought I was going to go crazy. Yeah. Cause I was just so fed up and I was just so tired. Yeah. And mind you, this is, uh, every night of me getting better at, as a coder, as a designer. And how long ago was this? This was November, 2019. So it wasn't that long ago. No. It wasn't like 20. No, this was, uh, <laughs> this was like less than three years ago. Yeah. Or no. Yeah. Well, just a little yeah, more than two years ago, like two years yeah. ago, a couple months. And I was just like, I was just, um, and pretty much, uh, you know, this, these, these are like, I was tired. Like I would be working till, you know, at, at our little, I remember, uh, it's cool now. Like I have my own like desk and office, right. Yeah. But back yeah. then we had like our little bedroom in our room. There was my bed. There was our bed, a crib right next to it. My, uh, cat had to climb over the crib in order to go to sleep. Yeah. And then we had our dresser. We had a TV there. We had a vanity. My wife's like vanity. And every night I would have to clear out her vanity just so I could have a little bit of a desk. And my chair was like, uh, you know, that where you uh, kind of like this cardboard thing where you put your foot on. That was my chair. Right. And I would stay up till three, four o'clock in the morning every night. And that's pretty much I mean, you know, I know you said that you, you know, you moved to our parents, but really it's almost like. A studio apartment, but smaller. <laughs> Not even. It. I didn't even yeah, have a kitchen. Just a room. Yeah. yeah, just a bedroom. That's yeah. it. And then, um, uh, well, I mean, uh, Chloe was in the other room. Like she mm -hmm. had her own room, which was cool. So that was better. But then Vila was still in our room. Yeah. And then I just broke down from there. And then right there, I decided I was just like, look, I was almost just like, screw this. If no one wants me, mm -hmm. then forget everybody. It's almost just like forget like all these businesses yeah. or whatever. I'm going to yeah. show them. Yeah. They don't realize what they're yeah. yeah. exactly. not, not, not necessarily that. Yeah. Not necessarily that. Not necessarily like, the, you know, oh, look at me. Like, look at my talent. It wasn't yeah. really that. It was more just like, if they don't want me, then like, I'll figure this out. I think, I think it's more of also that like, it's not really anger towards them, but it's almost like, you know what you bring to the table, right? Like, you know what you can bring. Not really. Not really. To be honest, it's not as if, like, whoever they chose as a candidate, mm -hmm. I didn't feel like, oh, I'm better than that person. Yeah. Not really. Because whoever they chose as a candidate probably was amazing. She, mm -hmm. I mean, that person was probably a, a much better coder with more experience. Not yeah. really that. I didn't yeah. think I was, like, the best or whatever. No. Right. It's more just, like, I had my window of opportunity, and I thought it was my window of opportunity. Right. And it closed on me. And there was like, it's almost like I was stuck in a room mm -hmm. and there were like no doors and no way out. Yeah. So at that moment, I decided that I'm not going to wait anymore for a door or a window. Yeah. I'll just get a, you know, whatever I have and just bust my way out. Kick. Yeah, exactly. No, no, exactly. Yeah. That's literally, yeah. Just like, I'll make my own door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not as, it's, it really wasn't like, oh, look what, this is what I can bring to the table. I didn't, I mean, I honestly wasn't, I wasn't even that good. Yeah. Right. But I was just like, I know I can figure this out. So emotional right now. This is great though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but, I mean, <laughs> you I know, I'm just joking. He's my brother. We can mess around like this, but that's very No, touching. look, man. I just think, cause you were, you were like, I'm just going to burst my way. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> but here's the good part is, I guess the uphill climb. 
Like, I mean, yeah. when when did Webflow come? I mean, you're saying 2019. This is, you know, when it happened, 2019. Is it around like Christmas time? I feel like it was around Christmas time. Yeah, right? yeah. Thanksgiving. I remember that. So when did Webflow come in? Like, did you contact so, Webflow or like were you just searching or oh. was it one of those applications that you sent in or? Well, I started, I started, uh, so I, I found out what Webflow was from a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow, this is a kind of cool way to make websites. I started making websites with it. And I just started falling in love with the software, yeah. with the actual app. Which is crazy, by the way, 2019 is when this downfall happened. And then COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, COVID happened, what, beginning of 2020? Yeah. So, dude. I mean... I mean, if anything, that probably made it look like everything's even bleaker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but thankfully, though, thank God that that time was when we also was able, were able to move out because I already had money saved up from mm-hmm. like all those freelance jobs that I had, all the stuff I was able to move out. Before COVID. Yeah, you did before move out before COVID. COVID. To so that even out to, uh, yeah, to an apartment, right? So, oh my gosh. <laughs> COVID, dude. <laughs> Kat and I talked about that all the time we're like can you imagine if we went through covid still stuck i I, by the way real quick love our mom and dad (laughs) they're gonna watch this this. (laughs) that's the worst part (laughs) they're gonna watch this this. (laughs) two views am i recording and they're all disliked no okay i just want to make sure recording yeah so mom and dad i love you i am so grateful that you led us to your house and like seriously yeah amazing like honestly like i'm you know i love you you know I'm so grateful for you. But we're 30. But dude, I mean, exactly, right? <laughs> with a, with yeah. a wife. I mean. Yeah. Can you imagine like, staying there during COVID? Oh my gosh, oh, bro. Man. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I just started learning Webflow, dude. I just started creating websites with it. Started getting better at it. I created like a, a video for like a medical thing. One of our friends, Steven, went, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, made that website. And then... Uh, I um, started creating videos because I, you know, I was doing YouTube, so I yeah. started creating tutorials about Webflow. I started just reaching out to people on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Started posting content about YouTube, um, and because of that, and just like you know, are not about YouTube, about Webflow. Started posting Twitter about Webflow and YouTube, and that's really it, man. Just like honestly, getting to know about people. Started getting to know people that worked at Webflow. Uh, one of them, I interviewed him on a on a YouTube video just like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like one of the main people at Webflow. Um, I just reached out to him, just DM'd him, like, hey, dude, like, because we've already interacted in Twitter. Yeah. So I just like DM'd, hey, dude, like, I oh, would love to get you on a video. I was like, oh, let's do it. Right. And he has like, you know, he has like 12,000, 13,000 subscribers on YouTube. I mean, he's not super big, but yeah. it's pretty good. He's like a Webflow legend. Uh, right. I started to get to know people. Um, yeah. And that year, uh, 2020, um, was like the, yeah, just started creating Webflow projects at the same time, um, charging more and more. Every time I did a project, I would kind of like double my price. And yeah. And then when did Webflow, as far as application? Oh, by the way, when I first discovered Webflow, I applied for a job right away. At Webflow? Oh, yeah. Oh, right away. <laughs> they didn't even get an email. Yeah. Nothing. They ignored me. Yeah. Applied Webflow around early 2020. You hear that? They ignored yeah. him. Ignored me. Yeah, oh, you. Um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Ignored me, dude. Yeah. Uh, I applied for Webflow mid-2020. Yeah. Not even a response. Nothing. I applied for t- mid-Webflow late 2020. Nothing. Not even a thank you, but we're not interested. None. Right? And then, finally, I saw a position. And I'm not going to say, like, of course, like, and by the way, I love all those people in that team, right? Yeah. But it wasn't, it's not like the, I, you know, premier position, right? right? Where it's right. like web des- designer or yeah. whatever. It's just support, customer support. Yeah. Uh, but it was technical support because I did know already a good knowledge about Webflow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so technical support. So it was more like the higher level support. Mm-hmm. But still support. Spin yeah. answering emails all day. And I was just like, I applied. Um, I just applied for it. Um, and then shout out to my former manager, Ben, who I am always so eternally grateful for because I always tell him like, you're the only one that ever gave me a shot, yeah. um, gave me a chance. But that's because I ended up, but even before I interviewed with him and all this stuff, I already connected him on Twitter, I already kind of knew him. I know some of the people in that team already. And by the way, those people on the team are awesome. They're amazing. Um, and yeah, but then three months into the position, 
one of the people from Webflow Enterprise reached out to me and said, What's hey, Webflow Enterprise. So Webflow Enterprise is the branch of Webflow. It's a newer branch of Webflow. Mm-hmm. We're pretty much the enterprise company. Oh, this is after you already got hired. Yeah. Yeah. So after I already got hired, uh, Webflow Enterprise is like the multi-million, multi-billion dollar companies that want to create whatever, say their marketing site or whatever with Webflow. Uh, like the Amazon and, yeah. you know, uh, New York Times. Airbnb, those companies, right? So they they partner with Webflow because they want, like, first of all, it's a more enterprise level of support. Also, they want to make sure their team members are trained and know how to use Webflow uh, and with best practices in mind. Um, and also, like, you know, for all the whole, everything that comes with the enterprise of a website, like bandwidth and all that yeah. stuff, they sign up with Webflow Enterprise. So that's kind of like the uh, the highest, like, you know, like, and like, Big companies, that's what they yeah. use, right? Enterprise. Any like SaaS company mm-hmm. has an enterprise kind of like uh, tier. Branch, yeah. Yeah, enterprise tier. Eventually yeah. they will. Like Slack, all of these, they have enterprise tier, yeah. Google, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because like the bigger companies, they need a much more bigger. Like, yeah, yeah. Because you know. I remember when I, you know, when I did the whole company with TurnImage, they tried to. Every time I tried to contact someone, they were like, oh, would you like to speak to an enterprise team? But I'm like, oh, we're not that big. We're just like a team of like 10, like, you know, mm-hmm. not like 100 people like that. But they were like, oh, this is good for like 100, 150. Yeah, I, okay, so I know what that is now. Yeah. Trying to piece two and two. Because I used to work at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. So that's what comes to my yeah, mind every exactly. time I hear the word Enterprise. What if we rent cars now? Yeah, <laughs> they do a great job. You don't code the car. No, it's kidding. Yeah, so they reached out to me and said, hey, you want to be a, you ever wanted to be a solutions engineer? I was like, sure, what is that? I didn't know what that was. And they were like, uh, we're figuring it out too. So uh, sure. And they're like, yeah, no, we saw your, because uh, they've been seeing my videos. Mm-hmm. They see how I talk on camera. Yeah. They see how I, I'm pretty not good in teaching Webflow. Yeah. Right? Um, how you interact with people and everything. Yeah. yeah. And all that. And they also, and they also saw my work. Right. They saw the stuff that I created Webflow. And yeah, they just like, they reached out to me and if I want to do it, I was like, yeah, sure. And that's where you are now? Yeah, I'm a solutions engineer now, um, Webflow Enterprise. So now I pretty much like, I, I, I do miss creating Webflow. I don't really create that much of Webflow anymore. Mm-hmm. It's more just like teaching teams mm-hmm. how they can make sure that they build efficiently in Webflow. So I'm teaching like the design team or the marketing team or like the content team of like yeah. a, a company, how they can like build whatever their project is in Webflow. Not necessarily build it for them, but just teach them best practices in Webflow and kind of be a almost like a, a advisor. Yeah. I want to ask this. Now that you've gone through the rough patches in your life and all the hard times, you know, is failure something that you don't ever want to experience again? Or is it something that, you know, like, I don't mind if I experience it again? I love failure. (laughs) (laughs) Never. Um, Wait, wait. We're Asians. We don't like failure. (laughs) (laughs) Emotional. Emotional, David. So, Uh, yeah. (laughs) Wait, what was the question? I forgot. What was it? Oh, yeah. Um, Is failure something that you would never want to experience again? Or, like, if you were to experience it again, are you... I guess more fearful or less fearful because you're like, dude, I could just bounce back easily. Or you're like, no, I'm doing pretty good. I hated that moment. I'm never going to want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's actually that's a good question. I think it's more situational. Mm-hmm. Back when I was single, mm-hmm. I don't care, dude. I figured this out. Yeah. You know, when we're when you're a single guy, you could I mean oh, yeah. you could like if you end up you you lose everything and you end up in a in a, your parents' couch, you don't care. Whatever. And I think that's dude, I always you know, I talk to a lot of young adults and teenagers and I always tell them like, dude, just try it. Like you're yeah, you're young, like you're not paying bills, you're not paying you're not even paying for a phone and yeah. you're so scared to fail, like dude, yeah. just just go for it because you can you never know. <laughs> well see that's where kind of tolerance for risk comes in. I always yeah. tell this to people like you gotta gauge your tolerance for risk. Mm-hmm. My tolerance for risk now is very low. That means I, I sh- oh, I'm, not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not able to risk as much. Right, okay. Why? Because I have a wife right. and I have two kids to take care of. So I am much more scared of failure now, for sure, mm-hmm. right? Now I'm not saying that if I lose my, you know, right now, 
right now the economy Webflow is just, dies. No, I'm just <laughs> not dies. Sorry, Webflow crashes. Like right now, the economy is crashing. Yeah, I don't know if you know that. Yeah, like stocks and crypto is yeah, just it's all going the time down. bad. Yeah. Like. I've lost yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> it's on sale. No. Right? Crypto and stocks on sale. It's so bad right now, yeah. right? Um, and, uh, but real estate could go down. Hey. Um, okay. So. And no ads. Well, like, um, what was I going to say? Like, if every. What were we talking Okay. What like, if everything saying? crashes. Everything. Yeah. Goes, you know, just. Burton, Burton. I'm not saying like if everything crashes and all that stuff, I'm going to be just like petrified. I don't know what to do. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Right. But I will say, yeah, I'm definitely more scared of failure now because yeah. I have kids to take care of. I wife to take care of. Yeah. Right. And not necessarily failure to the point like, oh, I don't want to lose like this, like material things. Right. Material, and they're cool and all. I'm not going to say they're not cool. They're yeah. cool. But at least like I want to at least make sure that. At the end of the day, my family's taken care of. That's all yeah. that matters. So did you, and you know, if they don't know, did you, for what you're doing right now, did you go to college for that or? No. I mean, I know. I'm just saying. Bro, <laughs> you were there. Not kidding. No. <laughs> it's true. Um, want that. Did you go to college for the things you do? Well, you were there, bro. Stop, dude. It's for the audience. <laughs> for the other people that are watching, man. It's me, Arnar. It's me. Did you know me, brother? Your brother. Sorry. Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> next, next question. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Did you? Let's try that again. Did you go to college for the thing you you? Did you go to college? Let's try to rewind. Did you go to college for what you're doing right now? No comment. All right. Nah. No. I uh, studied theology. Pastoral assistant. Mm-hmm. And did they have a branch there from what you're doing now? Did they? Did they? No, Maybe? No, with the same college. No, no, I mean, pastoral not. assistant with an emphasis on youth. They didn't, no, they did have it, but it wasn't, I mean, of course it's not one flow. Dude, you're missing a perfect. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Ruggable. Yeah, this is Ruggable. Ruggable. Hey! This video is sponsored by Ruggable. No, it's not. That'd be great. Imagine. It will be. Yeah. Soon well, enough. Honestly, Ruggable's missing yeah. out. Uh, I'm going to manifest it. But you know what? For those of you that are scared of that word, faith. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Meditation. Yeah. Well, I have a couple questions. And um, this is my first time bringing this out here. I have a couple questions. Let me ask you this. Do you believe... Sorry. From Hamilton? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I remember that. Do you believe that there's only one path to success? I thought you guys said, do you believe there's only one God? Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Whoa, whoa. No, do you believe there's only one path to success? Um, yep. Actually, let's rewind that. Let's rewind. It's so called, let me ask you this. Team let, me, let me ask you this, actually. Before we, you answer that question, right, 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 right. I wanted to ask this because we did talk about you are currently in this career and you went to a college that doesn't focus on this career. You went to a college that's not accredited, still not accredited. So um, so really, technically, if you guys don't know what that means, if it's not accredited, the state doesn't really, you pretty much didn't graduate to college. You didn't really go to college. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it means, it's not accredited. Let me ask you this, and this is controversial. I just wanna know what you think, doesn't matter. Uh, we may have differing beliefs, but do you think that... We have different beliefs? No, I mean, in this matter, you know, different opinions, different oh, opinions. Okay. Um, do you think that <laughs> a young person... <laughs> do you think it's necessary to go to college to succeed? Um, depending on what you want. Mm-hmm. It's not... But see, the thing is this. What is the definition of success, right? Oh, okay. Financial success. Let's say financial success. Financial success and, and status. Okay, well, stability. I mean, are you just going for financial success? If you're just going for for financial success, a career, yeah, just a career, not like okay, I wanna, I wanna save people. No, no, just like oh, I wanna be financially stable, and I have a career. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if that is your only goal, then go be a nurse. Yeah, go uh, be an accountant, Mm -hmm. right? Which are awesome careers. Mm -hmm. If you're just going for purely money and like uh all that yeah go for tech do do computer science mm-hmm. i i definitely think that see that's why i'm saying what is your definition of success if mm-hmm. your success 
if your definition of success is just money, mm -hmm. then probably... I mean, that's not my definition of success. I'm saying that's no, many no, people. No, not <laughs> you, but like if someone's definition of success is just money, yeah, right, then you want to go to the quickest, but also the safest path to money, which would be college, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. But if your definition of success is like what you want to do. Now, is it a necessity that if you don't go to college, you're not going to Succeed. achieve oh, yeah. what you want? No, but that actually, but I, but the thing is that depends on what you want. Yeah. Do you want to be a lawyer? You gotta go to college. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to be an end, uh, you know, a mechanical engineer? You gotta go to college. I mean, the reason right? why I ask that question, I feel like a lot of young people and young adults, they, they're trying to, really, they're like, oh, I don't even know what I want to do. I just want to make money, or I just want to be financially stable. Mm -hmm. I guess it's more geared towards that, like that question. It's just like, oh, I don't care what I do. I just want to be making money. You know, I've mm -hmm. spoken to enough young people to to know that they're like, oh, I don't care. Like, I could be a nurse. I could be a whatever. I just want to make decent money and like relax and maybe eventually pass to retirement. You know what I mean? What do you like? If that question is geared towards that, you know, not like because there are young people that are like, I want to, you know, save animals. You can just like, no, it's not just about saving animals. Do you want to make money <laughs> yeah, doing what you love? Yeah, right. If you if you just want to make money, yeah, go to college. Yeah, do nursing. Yeah, no, but well, there's a flip side to that too because you got to pay for college. Which mm -hmm. is, that's a whole other topic, right, which yeah. is like you know, student of loans and all yeah. that stuff. But if you really just you purely if you have a career set that requires college, mm -hmm. then you got to go to college. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that if you don't go to college, you're not going to be successful. Right. Doesn't at all. Dude, there's so many people that work in tech yeah. uh, that did not go to college for tech or engineering or whatever, computer science. I mean, we no. have two friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, not just that, dude. Like, there's a, there was a Twitter thread of, um, like, you know, someone put, like, I studied theater in college. Now I'm a, a, a finance analyst for Google. And then like all of a sudden the thread was it's funny, Shang Chi, he studied finance analyst or whatever, accounting, and now he's in theater or movies. Check Simu Liu. Oh I think you know that? I think you meant actual No the Shang Chi he studied financial analyst and now he is an Avenger. Now he's saving the world and kicking butts. Dragon butts. Yeah. <laughs> do dragons have butts? I mean, look at it. It's a long thing. Do, do snakes have butts? No. They have poison. No, I mean, no seriously. I, <laughs> legit question, though. No, for real. You think about it. Do, do snakes have butts? No, I was never curious about that. <laughs> but no, but it's a valid question. Yeah. Do I, they, though? Like, have you ever seen, oh, that's snake poop? That's that's the actual real question. Do snakes poop? Yeah, I don't know who's dad. Comment down below. <laughs> Mom and dad, comment Do down below. Poop. Can somebody Google that? Do snakes poop? I'm tempted to Google it, but I'm recording. Know, it right? I'm that's Google actually Google a good poop. question. Yeah. Or do snakes have butts? Coincidentally, snake poop. <laughs> you should be a co-host. <laughs> Oh, did you hear that? Yeah. I just squeak, dude. I do this right here. I do it, dude. That'd be legit, dude. I mean, the one guy like, yeah. Who's that guy? I don't know. The guy with the part of here. You know this code? Yeah, yeah. The guy who's just right here. Yeah. I mean, the worst part is I actually got you, but yeah, but you were like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. right here. Okay, anyways. Yeah. Okay, well, other than that, let's let's go back to the question. Do you believe there's only one path to success? So that kind of plays off that knowledge question. That is a definitive no. Yeah. I think that success is whatever situation you're in you can find success yeah so it's almost as if like this is what i so uh are we allowed to get spiritual yeah okay? yeah man so i i used to have a belief about the will of god that you have this is god's this is god's perfect will for you yeah and if you miss it you missed out on god's will yeah um like that's it like oh you didn't ask out that one girl back when you were a freshman in college you just missed out on god's will 
<laughs> and then whoever you're married to right now, that's not God's will no, for you. It's just I used to believe that. Yeah. Right? Oh, this is this is like, oh you you uh you missed the that bus, you know. And I have uh, a question after you go on, but yeah, go ahead. Right. But then I believe that God's will is actually situational because I think the very concept of thinking that God only has one will for you goes against the very nature of God because yep. God is a God of grace and mercy and you know forgiveness and yes God doesn't change yeah but we're not God we change yeah right we're supposed to change yeah um, so I believe that whenever say let's say God wanted something for us but then we missed out on it yeah. right then God I believe all of a sudden he has another kind of will that if that didn't work out, hey, this is also God's will for you. Mm-hmm. So are you saying that, you know, if someone say backslid yeah. and, you know, all of a sudden went to drugs and all that stuff, that they can never achieve God's will for them anymore? They missed out on it when they were 18. Like, when does God's will start? When you're 18? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? So I also, and I'm, I'm not going I on mean, the tangent I mean, you think about there. there's even like, what, 10 year olds that probably, you know, we look back like, you oh, know, yeah. you ever those like time machine movies where like, the one thing can change. Yeah. He chose so red shoes that course. day yeah. and it's changed his whole and life. We, I mean, you think about it, think it's about, possible. <laughs> yeah, we think that, you know, God's will is like linear. That's it. Yeah. You missed out on that, you're never going back on the, on the road. It's journey there. at 10 minutes. Right? Yeah, so I mean, Christian life is a journey, right? Yeah. So I also think I have the same belief in success. Yeah. Also, you missed, so you didn't go to college for computer engineering, right? Um, now, do I wish sometimes that I went to school for like computer science? Yeah. Yeah. Now, but I think also that this, the the all the things that I did um, in my twenties, every single thing, being uh, a teacher, yeah, being a pastor, being a preacher, being you know all of that, kind of also collectively con- contributes to my success now. Yeah. You know, now I now I teach, but then I more teach like web design, yeah, and all that stuff. You and I think I mean? also too, like when you think about it, I think that's why with you too, because you were full time ministry. You know, I'm full time ministry. I think, and and I'm so glad. You know, like we always say, probably mom and dad's gonna watch this, but I'm glad that if you guys don't know, our dad is also our pastor, which is AKA our boss, because <laughs> we work full time in the ministry. I think it's hard, and I want to ask a, a question right after this, but I think it's hard why a lot of people, I feel like they're burned out ministry-wise, and not necessarily they're burned out serving God, but they're burned out ministry, meaning like full-time work or like being in a Christian school or even stuff like that, they're burned out, but they're so scared to, I guess, explore something else because they felt like that was the perfect will of God. And mm-hmm. it's like they don't even want to try to maybe even get like, second income or or take a step back in reality i mean it's not you're not stopping serving god you're still serving god but Mm -hmm. you're you know you're just trying to explore ways you know like for me i don't think you ever stopped serving god like right now you're serving god even more now if anything for me personally i think you're serving god more i'm not i'm not trying to down people full-time ministry but at the same time it's like well you're not getting a dime you know you're you're doing a lot for our church and you're not asking for money. And I think that's a that's well, pretty good. You know? I've been. They just say no. <laughs> no I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, kidding. Stinking ra- No, I'm kidding. Raging. No. Um, still waiting for Ever since you took over as a counter. Still waiting no. for my check. <laughs> no, but, you know, I feel like, well, I mean, I guess the question, there was a question there somewhere. Yeah. It's coming. That's great, though. But, yeah, my question is, do you think people are scared to you know, explore maybe even a vocation because of even pastors because they felt like, oh, this is the perfect will of God where I'm at. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a pastor right now, but the church can't give me finances. And, you know, I was offered a job that would be flexible for my pastoring, but I don't want to take that because I'm taking this a step of faith and I'm not going to take that because, you know, this is my will of God. What do you think? you think that's why a lot of people are kind of scared of that? Oh, people are definitely struggling. I still struggle with that. Yeah. Up until now. Yeah. At this very moment, in this exact couch. <laughs> this one? Dang. <laughs> you want to move? <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I still struggle with that. Yeah. I still do. Big time. 
But you know, you should invite your podcast. His name is uh, Ryan Hayden. Uh, he's a pastor of uh, like a smaller church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he like even gets a dime from like his congregation. And he started a, I think like a software development or app development company. Um, and dude, it is like, he's is doing really well. Um, and uh, he already, he hires other people. Um, even, you know, Andrew Jones from Lancaster Baptist. He works oh, for him yeah. full time now. Oh, he, he, quit, he doesn't work for Lancaster anymore. He works oh. for him full time. Uh, it's called Build Something. Build Online. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. Look it up. But he he mentioned that he never, he, he probably uh, doesn't ever want to stop uh, pastoring mm-hmm. or having his business. Because he said his uh, his uh, pastoring makes him a better entrepreneur and CEO Mm -hmm. and being an entrepreneur and CEO of his business makes him a better pastor. Yeah. I actually agree with that. Like, like experience wise, I feel like a lot of people are missing out on like that experience. Yeah. I think it makes me a better, like more compassion for people. Yeah. Understanding for people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause you meet all types of people and, you know, interact with all types of people and you're learning. And yeah, yeah, it's also true as far as entrepreneurship. If you are a pastor, you know, if you have employees, you you do better like handling them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because you've been a pastor, like you handle people and like, you know, difficult, like very difficult situations. Should people should people learn to fail at an early age? Should people learn to fail at an early age? <clears throat> what do you mean by learn like should they actually purposely like do you think should they children learn to fail not purposely learn but do you think it's good <laughs> uh do you think it's good for kids not kids but you know younger people to fail to learn failure at a young age oh yeah oh definitely like that's why uh i think sports is good for young people right you know we always hate that like uh oh everybody gets a participation trophy yeah you know, screw that, man. There's losers and winners yeah. in fail. life. You let yeah. them fail, you know? There's losers and winners in sports. Same with life, yeah. right? Um, and I think, too, that when people don't learn to fail at a young age, it gets a lot harder. Like, you, Oh, yeah. It's better you fail, like, at shooting a shot or even, like, a test and learn how to handle that than, like, your first ever failure is, like, exactly. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. a oh, business that. failing and losing thousands of dollars yeah yeah 100% yeah 100% that uh you, you yeah you need to learn how to fail yeah you need to learn that you know not everything you do is going to succeed and it's yeah. fine it's you need to learn to live with it you learn yeah. you learn to brush it off and move on yeah move and on i think to the next one and i think that's you know why yeah like sports i think it's so important too because like you know i'm a basketball coach and you know, I'd rather have a really? guy. Oh yeah, I am. That's true. People don't know. I'm a basketball coach. Girls basketball. No. But like, you know, I think about this and, you know, no diss or anything, but you know, LeBron, he's failed at the finals seven times. Mm-hmm. He has five championship rings. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'm doing it right. But yeah. Oh, that's four. Only, four times. Four. Failed four times. Got No, he has four championships. Oh yeah, four championships failed probably seven or eight. Seven yeah. or eight times. But like, I you know, technically his fail to success ratio is a lot higher than mm-hmm. his success if we're talking about finals. But I mean, no diss on Dirk Nowitzki. I'd rather be LeBron Dirk Nowitzki, you yeah. know, who, I mean, he went one for two. Or I'm trying to think of somebody who went one for one. Kevin Garnett, he's one for one. But I mean, you know, like technically, oh, I tried once and succeeded once. And I think that's a lot of young people. They one for Kevin Garnett is one for two as well. Is he one for Lakers, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'm trying to think, dude. Uh, man. Uh, who's one for one? One for one. I mean, uh, Chauncey. No, they uh, lost two, dude. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Pascal Siakam. <laughs> I mean, no, this on Pascal Siakam, if you're watching. Big fan of the show, by the way. Oh, but no, that's what No, no, he lost to the Spurs. Pascal Siakam, big fan Pascal of the show. Siakam. Love you, Pascal. But I mean, he's one for two, one or one for one. Yeah, yeah, one for one. Yeah, and then like, really, I'd rather be LeBron, who is five for 
Two more questions. <laughs> um, would you, because you know you learn from failure, would you replace, like if you could mm-hmm. go back in time and, but, well, I guess now you can't go back in time. Rewind. Would you trade? (laughs) Would you trade the lessons you learned with the failures you've experienced? Like, would you do that trade off? Like the growth that you've had and the lessons you've learned. If you could go back in time and not experience those failures, but also not have the growth and the lessons you've learned, would you do that trade? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, not all of it. Maybe the big one. <laughs> I mean, the big ones. Yeah, not like you know. I would, made that shot. I would, okay. I would, I would be lying <laughs> mm-hmm. if I said that. No, you know, mm-hmm. everything that happened in my life, I wouldn't trade it. That's, Perfect. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's that's stupid. Yeah. Um, I think I, as an example, shout out to you know Brother Ralph. Yeah. I remember whenever people always loved it when he would sing. God's been good yeah. in my life. There was one part, the one lyric of that word, and he's like, I'm not going to sing that because I don't believe that. Yeah. Which was, uh, and though, my ha- I, though I've had my share of hard times, I wouldn't change them if I could. And he's like, no, because I don't believe that. If yeah. I if I could change stuff in my past. And I it's totally real. Would. You know? He's being real. Yeah. I totally admire that. And I'm like, bro, I, yeah, I agree Same. too. Yeah. Right? So that's why he's always, if you ever hear him sing that song, he's always changed that part. Because he doesn't believe that. Because mm. we, we'd be lying if we said that whatever happened in our journey, we wouldn't trade it for anything. That's yeah. stupid, right? Yeah. There's definitely a lot of things we'll take back. But, I mean, it happened. It is what it is. <laughs> it, is <laughs> it is what it is. There's no use to dwelling on the past, right? Yeah. Our past, like, you know, like when you're driving on your journey, on your journey and you're driving, you have your rearview mirror. Yeah. It's just there. You're not supposed to stare at it. That's yeah. how you get an accident. You're supposed to just look at it, learn from what's behind you, but then you keep looking forward, right? But are you thankful for it though? Oh, I'm definitely thankful. Thankful for it now, yeah. Not all of them. Yeah. No, I think this is that. I'm not thankful for the failures and the mess ups, no. Mm-hmm. I think I'm thankful that I was able to learn from them. Mm-hmm. Like what you said, I'm thankful for the lessons. Yeah. Definitely not thankful for the the failures. Now you may that you said like, uh, and the original question was, would I trade? Yeah. Would I kind of go back in time and not experience those failures? But you also, but then I also the would experience the lessons. Yeah. Um, I would say that there's some that I wouldn't trade. Mm-hmm. But then there's some I definitely would. Yeah. Give me an example of one you wouldn't trade. Ooh. One I wouldn't trade? Probably the... I mean, you got a better job if you got that, you got that job. Than I mean, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> that, yeah, that's definitely one. Right? Yeah. If I got stuck in that one, then I would have never discovered Webflow and yeah. got to the position I'm in now. What is your definition of failure? And what is your definition of success? Let's start with success. Let's end with failure. Yeah, we're going to end on a bad note. Okay. It's the failed podcast. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Right. No, no, do failure okay. first. Failure first. My definition of failure is just an event. Mm-hmm. It's just something that happened. Yeah, it's not it's a person. Not, it doesn't not define you. who you are. It's not a yeah. person. It's just a, a one-time thing. Yeah, it's just something that you're gonna experience. It's almost like COVID. It's bound yeah. to happen, yeah. right? <laughs> like I got, like I, got, I got COVID recently. I got COVID again. Yeah, twice. <laughs> you, you did? I did. I got oh, tested positive. You tested positive? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yay! I tested positive. I did get COVID. No. So here's what happened. I did. I took a PCR test. And then I took an antigen test the day after. The antigen said negative, but I got the PCR, oh, the PCR results later as positive. positive. But then I already took the antigen and said yeah. I was negative. And I had no, like, I was good already. So I, was like, well, I, was, I was legit sick, right? Yeah. Like, I was I, sick, Well, too, you yeah. got COVID before. I never got COVID. Oh, yeah. But I knew it was about to happen. Yeah. It was I couldn't avoid it all my life. Yeah. It definitely was going to happen. It's kind of like failure. It's like that. Failure. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen, dude. Like, it's, so y'all got to take happen. a chill pill. It's not like, who you are. It's not over. Yeah. It's just an event. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a phase in your life. It's just yeah. a one-time thing that'll happen. Yeah, it's like puberty. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never heard of just, puberty. It's just coming it's whenever. It's so high. It'll, it'll come. Yeah, and then like it's a seasonal thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like you said, it's like the flu. It'll happen. It's not just happen once. It's gonna happen all the time. 
And what's your definition of success? Happiness. Just happiness. Yeah. If you're happy, you're success. I mean, you know, like some people, that's why I always kind of, to, to me, the term success is relative. A lot mm-hmm. of people try to boil success into one thing. For sure. Where it's like money. That's not, it's not just like, if you're earning money and you hate what you're doing, then you're not successful, oh, for right? Sure. If you're not happy. Yeah. I mean, you could be, uh, you know, living on a, on a boat um, and then like, that's it. You know, and you just kind of sail the ocean on your own. Yeah. And you have no money, but if you're enjoying what you're doing, you're happy. You're happy. That's it. Yeah. You're happy. I guess I'll segue this to a plug for my book. My book. Just kidding. Yeah. And um, really, I mean, that's kind of what I talk about there too at the end. Or oh, spoiler alert. Just <laughs> kidding. But yeah, you know, I, I totally agree yeah. with you with that on success. Totally regret Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Oh, junk! <laughs> no, but no, I totally agree with you with the whole success thing. I mean, you know, a lot of people, and I think that was my personal journey because you know, I felt, I felt, you know, I wrote a whole book about it about me feeling like a failure, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm still in that. You know, it's funny we talk about how you got out of the journey. I feel like I'm in that journey, mm-hmm. and but I'm excited. You know, I'm not, I'm not stressed out about it. I'm not depressed about it. Really, I, I feel like I'm a success because I'm happy. You know, like yeah, the financial struggles, sure, but you know, I'm happy and I'm I'm excited. This is this is fun, man. I'm super yeah. excited about this. So, but thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you for our first ever guest, future co-host. Just kidding. But yeah. For the failed podcast and um, as long yeah, as it's filming the table. This is not a flattering angle. No, it's not. We'll fix that next time. <laughs> For for uh, next time we'll have him come. Maybe have you if you come like months from know. now. No, but if we have like Jad here, like I'm, you would. Like, I'm like you, really failed. But you wouldn't want to like co-host if like, oh, how like definitely Jad was here and Mike yeah, was here, dude. dude. Yeah, why not, yeah, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all the time we have. I'd like to thank our guests today, R.R. Brought. Um, is there anything you'd like to tell the audience? What's going on in your life, or you know, want to plug something? Uh, yeah, sure. Follow me on all the socials. Uh, well, mostly Twitter. Been very active on Twitter lately. R-R abrot. R-R-A-B-R-O-T. Um, follow me on YouTube. I haven't posted in about a year, but I am going to be posting again starting in probably about a month or so. Uh, but you can find me there, R-R abrot as well. Thank you so much for watching the Failed Podcast. Tune in next week as we have NBA barber Matthew Gonzalez as our guest. I'm out.